Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer, we are so glad you're joining us. In this first segment, we've got a Metro Atlanta real estate update for the last seven days. I love those, and we get so many listener questions about them. Uh, The market jumped big time from the prior week to this most recent week. Something you should know about Atlanta in that segment, we're going to talk about Illuminites at the Atlanta Zoo if you've never heard of it. You want to pay attention to this. And then what are the truth? What's going on with millennial home buyers? Why are so few millennials buying homes? Well, we're going to try to uncover that and more. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that is typical with life's biggest investments. Long story short, We want you to not learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. It's a big, big investment. Mistakes can be very costly, and we want to help you avoid these mistakes. We want to connect with you. Go to GoGaddisRadio, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and... You can subscribe to our podcast. We are available on all major podcasting platforms, and we would love for you to be a subscriber. Let's jump right into our Metro Atlanta real estate, residential real estate market update for the last seven days. There were 1,730 new listings, while 1,444 homes went under contract. Now, I know that's not exactly a difference of 300. But I want you to think about the impact of that this time of the year, that there were 300 more homes that came on the market last week than went under contract. So that means there are 300 homes out there that a buyer might be able to uh, make an offer on and be, if not the only one at the table making the offer, one of two or three instead of one of eight or 10 or 12, like we were having happen earlier in the year. So I hope that this trend continues. Uh, I feel, I really feel for all of the buyers out there. I even feel for people, we've got some people who are dealing with having to move out of a property during the holiday season and the prices of the rental homes, they're just high and uh, the credit and the requirements and the standards being set are so high that in, in this case, it's very difficult for these tenants to qualify and I just feel for anybody that have that is having to deal with some housing trauma and many, many buyers out there in Metro Atlanta would call 2021, not just in Metro Atlanta, by the way, but anywhere, would call it a traumatic year, a year with a lot of traumas for home buyers, a lot of satisfaction, a lot of ease of negotiation, a lot of uh, good feelings and feeling of control for home sellers. But that's not what home buyers are experiencing at all. And so when we have 300 more homes come on the market in a week than we have go under contract in that week, I believe, and I'm not an economist, so my opinion might not matter much, but I believe that gives more opportunities to home buyers out there and creates a leveling effect or a balancing effect of the market itself. There were 799 homes with a price decrease. If you remember last week, it was somewhere in the 400s. I think that was because we were getting data come on, coming off of a holiday week. But there are 800 homeowners... 800 home sellers in Metro Atlanta who said to the market, hey, I might be more motivated than I thought I was to sell my home, so I'm going to reduce the price and see if I can increase my buyer pool. So many buyers feel like there are no sellers out there who are willing to negotiate in good faith with them, and I think 
799 people in Metro Atlanta raised their hand last week saying they are more interested in negotiating with you. And for the week, there was 2,313 closings. For those who listen to the show regularly, you know that those numbers were between 3,500 and 4,000 a week for many weeks over our summer selling season. But to have 2,313 closings in a week in the month of December, I think that is really huge. It is a common misconception that there are no real estate closings in the winter months, December, January, February. And while it is true there are less closings, December is generally not a month where you have less closings. And let me tell you what I mean by that. If you took 100% of the sales that happened over a 12-month period, if you just took 100 and divided it by 12, that would say that 8333 percent of the close, excuse me, 8.33 percent of the closings would take place every month, 8.33 percent. And so when we look at December historically, there are a, somewhere around 8.3, 8.4, 8.5 percent of the closings for the year in the month of December. Now, January tends to drop down to about 5 percent. February is about 5 or 6 percent as well. By the time you get into March, those numbers jump back up to the 8.3 percent. And then in the higher months of the year, June, July, August, sometimes the numbers will get up to 10 or 11 percent of the sales for the year in those particular months. So moral of the story, if you need to sell a house, good time to do it. If you need to buy a house, might be one of the best times in 2021 to get out and buy one in the last couple of weeks of the year. I was talking to a gentleman who used to be in the car business earlier today, and he said, we always judge the most motivated car buyers by the ones who would show up in the rain. Now, I had never thought about that before, but I will tell you, if you want to judge the most motivated home buyers and the most motivated home sellers, it wouldn't hurt to start with the ones that are out there looking for homes during the holiday season or the ones who are willing to put their homes on the market in the holiday season. Those might be your most motivated sellers and your most motivated buyers of the year. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. I'm Cleve Gaddis. We're right here on Atlanta's own AM 920, The Answer, and I am so glad you were with us. We are less, let's see here, we are seven days, seven days from Christmas Day, six days from Christmas Eve. I cannot believe, I remember my parents used to say, my goodness, time moves fast the older you get. I'll be 54 in 2022, and I will tell you right now, each year just ticks off way faster than the last. And as I get older, I'm trying to figure out ways to enjoy more of those days of those years that are going by so very fast. And I don't know if you have any plans to do that in your life, but if you uh, are not slowing down and enjoying things, I hope that this holiday season will at least allow you the opportunity to do that. And now here's something you should know about Metro Atlanta segment. We are featuring Illuminites at the Atlanta Zoo. We believe many people in Atlanta don't know everything they should know about Atlanta. They came from somewhere else, a lot of times the Northeast or the West, or they were relocated here for a job, and so Atlanta is not their home. And so in some cases, they don't embrace everything that Atlanta has to offer. And we're just hoping to give you some different choices of things to go and see and do and experience in Metro Atlanta that will change your experience of living here. Illuminites at the Atlanta Zoo is now from January the 16th, and it's open from 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. Now, you can't get in after 8.30, but as long as you're in before 8.30, you can stay in the zoo until 9.30, and these are not your ordinary holiday lights. And 
Uh, for those of you who actually watch some of the videos of the shows, we've got some of the coolest pictures of cheetahs and giraffes and lions. These, you know, double, triple, quadruple, life-size, basically, balloons um, that are hand-painted. They're just gorgeous, but it's not your ordinary holiday lights. It is something you should add to your to-do list, though. The new Illuminites at the Zoo is a Chinese lantern festival. Open through the 16th, and it's presented by Georgia Power. Thanks to Georgia Power for doing that. It is a breathtaking new addition to Atlanta's traditions. Uh, Zoo Atlanta partners with Hanart Culture to bring this incredible new holiday experience to the city. It has vistas of illuminated wildlife and awe-inspiring sights. You can stroll the zoo after dark to be inspired by more than 80 animal lanterns. Some listen to this up to 20 feet tall, depicting some of Earth's most charismatic creatures. Each lantern is made and hand-painted by a Chinese artisan. Each lantern also, and I love this special note here, also features environmentally friendly LED lights. Most of the animals at the zoo go indoors, so they won't be out while you're there. To get more information, go to Google, type in Illuminites, I-L-L-U-M-I-N-I-G-H-T-S at the Atlanta Zoo. I think you might be glad you did. Let's jump into our next subject. Why are millennials not buying homes at the rate we thought they would buy homes? There are 72.1 million Gen Ys known as millennials. Uh, They're actually older than most people think they are. Born between 1981 and 1995, these 26 to 40-year-olds are at prime age for taking advantage of the housing market, but the thing is they're not. And why is that? Well, number one, the cost of living is on the rise. 50% of the homeownership gap in this generation is caused by high housing costs, which have climbed over the last 20 years. Listen to this. In 2000, the median household income was $42,148. The median price of a home was $119,000. This is throughout the country, so that wouldn't have been right in Atlanta. In 2021, the median household income is just under $80,000, and the median price of a home was 408000 so income doubled, uh, certainly not adjusted for inflation, and the price of a home almost quadrupled. So I see the problem. Student loan debt is crushing. Uh, there are uh, the average cost of tuition since, 2000, since 1980 has increased 1,200%, and it makes it very difficult. They're also starting families later. And that's a big deal. They're spending on child care. The ones who do have families are spending, listen to this, on average $10,000 a year for child care, which is more than the average $9,580 in-state tuition charged in most states. The truth is millennials will figure out how to do what past generations have tried to do, and that is uh, move out to the suburbs for the most part, get a home, start a family, People are sort of people, but I do feel for the millennial generation and the difficulties they have compared to generations in the past. We believe if you're going to sell your home in the next three to six months, we can sell it for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. If you want to get information, go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more. I'll give you a call myself, and we'll talk about how that happens. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. He is my preferred mortgage partner. He makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they're educated and confident in the mortgage options available. 678-226-7887 is the number to call. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, what is a home warranty? How's it different from homeowner's insurance? How do they work specifically? And more importantly, are they even worth it? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 